The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt, and welcome back to Farlands or Bust. This is episode 672... And and there be zombies. There be zombies. Oh, I guess underground there be zombies. But hello, Wolfie. And hello, everybody watching. Episode 672 for your Monday, March 12th, 2018. You may notice something a little bit different on the horizon. Something slightly different indeed. As promised, away from the camera, I pressed F3. Gasp! Shock! And and other such overreactions. Gasp indeed. But I did so, as I explained in the last episode. Weren't you paying attention? Uh, in the last episode, I mentioned that the Guinness Book of World Records needed an updated F3 number. And the last F3 number we have was from the end of Season 6 which was 3,116,936 blocks from spawn, where then we built the giant tree, the the F3 monument for Season 6. And I can't go ahead and give them a year-old F3 update, so I went ahead and pressed F3 on March 6th, the seven-year anniversary of the start of Far Lines or Busts, and I'm going to give them that number that is displayed on that very sign right there. If you can make it out... You're amazing, because it's actually written on the other side of the sign. <laughs> but yeah, I did that. I said I would do it at the end of the island, but I moved it a little bit forward to make a very nice number. Very nice number. And uh, you'll just have to wait until the updated Guinness Book of Records comes out to see what that number is. But hopefully by then, we will have raised our goal for Direct Relief Charity over at farlinesorbust.com. Don't forget about that. We're trying to raise $50,000, and when we do, we will press F3 for real. Wolfie's ready to get going, right? There it goes. There it goes. You may notice on the top, there, uh, I suppose I, I inflicted a bit of a tax, a bit of a penalty on myself for pressing F3 early, and I have given up two blocks, solid blocks of iron, and as you can see, now we're down to six blocks of our six ingots of iron, uh, which is actually a, a very useful resource for us for rebuilding armor and uh, tools. So a little bit of a tax, a little bit of a tax, and then white wool all the way down. So yeah, the sign. Woo! The sign. Let's not get closer to the sign. No, no, no. The sign depicts the date and the, the F3 number there. And we shall leave it behind... Never to be seen again. I did uh, record. It took a full Minecraft day, but I did record that. Uh, so I suppose at the end of the season, we will uh, upload that and share that with you as it fades into the fog. Like a dream. A mystery. Ooh, speaking of dreams and mysteries, check out this this little area. Check it out, Wolfie. Check it out indeed. So yeah. That happened. Speaking of numbers, speaking of numbers, you guys have been very generous for our brand new charity and charity goal. 
We are currently at $1,744.69. Very nice. Very nice indeed. I do appreciate all the positive feedback responses and of course the the surge of generosity as I expected at farlandsorbus.com and then through the the Tiltify donation campaign, I suppose you can call it. Everybody seems to uh, have gotten used to that. I don't believe I got any specific questions or confusion regarding it. Perhaps some of you have used Tiltify in the past through other streamers, charity donation uh, campaigns. Uh, so I do appreciate that. And we've got, we got some questions as well that we'll be getting to in a moment here. We got some questions indeed. We got some questions indeed. I do need to check something. Okay, there I am. Something strange happened, if we can have a little bit of story time. Something strange happened between the time uh, the last episode was recorded and this. There have been uh, updates to Minecraft. If you're not aware, <laughs> there are newer versions of this game than the one I'm currently playing. This is Minecraft Beta 173. It's the last version to contain the Far Lands at some 12 and a half million blocks out. Apparently, with some new updates, they changed where the skins, the player skins, are located. And that's me, as you know. That's me right there. Y'all, y'all seen it. Y'all seen it. Unfortunately, something they did in between the last episode and this one changed the location of where the game finds the player skins. The custom player skins. And has reverted has reverted, ooh, careful Wolfie, has reverted me back to Steve. And I couldn't figure it out, and I was even talking to Cone Dodger, and he was trying to help me troubleshoot it, and sure enough, every time he loaded Minecraft Beta 173, it reverted him to Steve. Ha! <laughs> so, uh, yeah, apparently they changed something where old versions, I'm not sure when it happens, perhaps the betas, perhaps... in later versions than that, if you're using, uh, some of the, uh, in the launcher options, some of the older versions of Minecraft, your player skin, might not load. So I've had to go ahead and uh, and manually manually make sure I am, I am myself through the texture pack changes. Uh, so I went ahead and just changed the uh, the character model. Oh, I thought that was a pink sheep. No, no, it was a falling sheep who took damage. So yeah, that was uh, that was concerning. That was very concerning indeed. And I'm like, oh no! Like it's a little thing where this is a single player world. Nobody else sees us. Uh, we very rarely go into third person view. The only time I see myself is in the inventory screen. But I I need to maintain the brand. The brand must be maintained. So yeah, that was that was just a little bit strange. I remember I was very worried when they updated the launcher. I basically just had a separate installation of Minecraft for Beta 173 and then they updated the launcher and uh, disabled the use of the old launcher for security reasons and I'm like oh no am I gonna lose all the Far Lands bus stuff is it gonna not be the true Beta 173 but it is it's the true Beta 173 and we are continuing on it's it's a, a, a bit nostalgic for everybody playing the current versions of the games I'm really not doing that well, keeping up with the current versions of the game. But uh, a nice little, a nice little spot of nostalgia here. I am fairly certain 
the only <laughs> YouTube Minecraft Let's Play that's still using mine beta, Minecraft beta, you know, that's unaltered vanilla. It's not modded or anything like that. But yeah, so far that's that's the only, is the texture pack is the only thing I've modified here. Eventually we may need to modify the code. Not to change anything about the Farlands, but to change this jitteriness. Because <laughs> it will eventually double, double in jitter, and that may become unbearable for myself. It's already kind of unbearable for some users, which is, our users, viewers, which is why the podcast edition exists if, if you still want your Farlands bus fix. It's also why I'm still recording and broadcasting in 30 frames per second because it seems to make it worse in 60 frames. Uh, so, good times. Good times indeed. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, thank you everybody. Thank you everybody who goes to uh, farlinesofbus.com uh, and clicks on donate or learn more or whatever you need to do to figure out how to donate to direct relief. And already, you know, a thousand dollars, seventeen hundred dollars is not nothing to scoff at. That's That's a good sizable amount for a, a brand new charity, I suppose you could say. Like, say, if this was a stream or whatever, that's that's a significant amount to be donated to a, to a non-profit charity. So, myself and I'm sure Direct Relief very much appreciate it. And of course, when you do donate, make sure you ask a question in the comments. And I'll add it to the list like I have here. Oh, another number to update. Uh, just before we set off on this episode, the world save, the Minecraft world save for this Farlands Robust world, walking, hello, in one direction. 25,131.64 megabytes. So 25 gigs. It's getting a little bit laborious <laughs> to back it up every time, to keep it backed up before every episode, just in case. Got it in multiple places. Redundancy. But yeah. We are continuing to make all of these numbers. All of these numbers get larger and larger. All right, Wolfie. He's going somewhere else. <laughs> oh man. Alright, let's uh make an elevated hidey hole here somewhere where it's safe. I'd say right here. Boink. Woof. Oh, I guess I'm doing it this way. It's the way the hidey hole wanted to be built. And the bit. And the bit. Alright, I'm gonna go to sleep and then we'll actually start with our first donor questions of this charity fundraiser in the morning. And a questionsness. <laughs> and a questionsness indeed. Whip. Spelunk. Spelunk indeed, Wolfie. Spelunk indeed. Commander Sealand with the first question Where do you stand on the penny debate? Do you think the US should stop minting pennies? I don't know if it's much of a debate <laughs> so much as it's it's just a thing. Because a penny, one cent, a physical penny, costs more to make than it is actually worth. So every time 
the U.S. Mint creates a brand new penny. It obviously creates thousands upon thousands of them, uh, but uh, let's just bring it down to the to the smallest scale. Every time it creates a brand new one cent piece, it actually costs like three cents or something like that, uh, just based on the materials and the the equipment and the power and the energy and the the work that goes into creating each one. It's not it's not say the hugest the hugest problem or the biggest source of of negative revenue. But it's something to consider. There are is it didn't Canada recently get rid of its cent piece? Uh and I'm sure a lot of other countries have removed the one cent piece. It's uh the 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 money situation is for the most part gone very digital, where it's just credit card and account debit transactions. I don't remember the last time I actually had cash in my pocket. Um, <laughs> it's been a while. I should, though. There are some situations where having a few bucks is positive. But yeah, I really, I personally pay all my bills online, buy things on credit cards, and then I simply pay the full balance of the credit card every month, so I never accrue any uh, interest. And that's that's about it. But yeah, it's certainly, I, I certainly could see it not being minted anymore, and just let the ones in circulation slowly circularize and, and kind of just vanish, I suppose, eventually. And there's the debate that says, well, then, then like, stores and shops and things that cost things would have to stop costing, you know, two ninety nine, or, you know, it would have to round to the nickel. Not really, because, like I said, the vast majority of transactions are... Digital. Well, maybe not the vast majority. I honestly don't know. I'm just that that was just something that popped off the top of my head. I've not done any research on this. But it seems like a good number of transactions are done digitally. Uh so we can still have digital cents, digital one cent pieces, they're just numbers. Um, but I suppose cash transactions might need to be rounded to the nearest nickel, and in that case. I don't know. It would probably just be up to the 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 merchants to decide if they round up or down, right? Whether or not they get more out of the transaction or the customer does. Ca- cash has its place certainly, um, and certainly for those who are not fortunate enough to say have credit cards or checking accounts with debit cards and stuff, cash cash is is the way that they live their lives. Um, and and we certainly can't do anything that inhibits that. That would be, you know, that would be taking advantage of our own privilege without considering that, you know, people who are paid in cash, they don't get a direct deposit or anything like that. But I don't know that the penny is uh, vastly important in that regard. But yeah, prob- probably not the the highest order of things to be worrying about. But uh, 
Not, not something I think about a lot, to be honest. <laughs> oh, man. But thank you for your uh, donation to Direct Relief and the question. Dravir, a.k.a. Dravir Sylvanus, asks many questions. Some questions that new people to Farlands or Bus, new Farlanders, might have. Getting us up to speed. Dravir. Dravir asks, who are you? They're trying to give me a, uh internal crisis here. <laughs> who are you? Who am I? Oh no. Who am I? Why are you asking me this complex philosophical question? Uh, I'm Kurt Jabak. Hello. How are you? Uh, I started doing YouTube seven years ago and it just happened to be on this very save. I loaded a brand new save in Minecraft just wanted to have some fun and do a regular Minecraft Let's Play. But then 10 episodes later, I decided, let's walk to the Far Lands, because that's a totally natural thing to want to do. And seven years later, I continue doing it, because that's also a pretty natural thing to do <laughs> for a non-crazy uh, person, right? But uh, yeah, that's, that's who I am. I used to be a graphic designer, web designer. That's what I went to school for, kind of, <laughs> art Digital art, computer art, graphic arts, printing, design, web design. Actually, web design I taught myself. I didn't really take any classes in that. I taught myself web design. But, uh, yeah, I used to do that for a bit. After college, it wasn't too great. <laughs> it was okay and, and stuff like that, but it wasn't something I wanted to keep doing. This opportunity presented itself. And I started playing a bunch more than just Minecraft and, and Farlands or Busts. And, and the rest is history. So that's who I am. Grew up in uh, Chicago area. Briefly moved to Phoenix for two years. And then last year, a year ago, this month actually, moved to uh, Seattle area here. Just kind of hopping around. I like video games. Hiking, outdoors, classic cars, and Australian cattle dogs. <laughs> that that about sums me up. That that's my that's my my uh, my profile right there. Why is it lagging so much? It is not lagging so much. I am getting a smooth six hundred frames a second or whatever it is that this game runs on my computer. The lag is actually. Because we're so far from spawn, when you spawn, you spawn for all intents and purposes at zero zero in the x y or the x z coordinate. Y is up and down. Uh, in the x z coordinate, you spawn at zero zero, usually within like a hundred blocks of that. But uh, as you walk in one direction, as we're walking west, the z coordinate. It's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Like I said the last time we did, it was over 3 million. When you get a number that big, you start to lose precision. Because not only is it counting whole blocks, it's counting fractions of a block. Because you can exist in a fraction of a block here. And the game needs to know your specific position, so it, it uses decimal places. Like say we're at block 3 million. I'm actually at block 3 million point one eight seven, you know, and every time I move, that, that decimal place moves. However, there are only so many numbers 
spaces for numbers that uh, that that can be held in. So the bigger the whole number becomes, you know, from 100 to 2,000 powers of 10, the more that we need space for the whole numbers, then the less space we have for the decimals. So the further and further we get, the 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 more the game can't precisely tell us what fraction of a block that we're on. And it's not it's not actually in the whole coordinate number, like three million. It's actually the binary version of that number. The binary, your coordinates are held in binary, and that binary has a floating point, floating decimal point, that tries to accurately put the player on the map. So that's why things that are tied to the terrain, blocks, trees, uh, you know, flowers, you know, actual item blocks are the things that jitter, but things that are known as entities, like signs, mobs, Wolfie here, you can see Wolfie isn't jittering in relation to me, but the world under Wolfie is, because those, the positions of those items are relative to your own, your player. The position of the world is relative to your coordinates. Uh, So that's why the jitter is there. We actually saw it roll over the last time and did we went back to the border and did some uh, experiments like shooting an arrow from one side to the other uh, it doesn't matter <laughs> it's interesting but it doesn't matter because like I said it's all relative it's all relative to where the player is uh, so if you shoot an arrow from one jitter side to the other jitter side it's only going to care about where you currently are if that makes any sense whatsoever so yeah that's just one one of the side effects of walking this far in this version of the game. They actually intended, it looks like in the code, they intended to fix it instead of using a floating point by using a double precision point. Uh, But somewhere in the code they didn't include that and it still uses a floating point. That's why I said there might be, uh, and somebody has already explained to me, that there is a, a way that I can fix the jitter by changing that from a floating point to a double precision. Uh, but we haven't done that yet, because I feel like the jitter is part... It's part of the journey. The jitter is part of the journey. So is sleeping. So let's do that. And awakeness. And jitter explanations. Right, Wolfie? Right. Alright, I saw you take some damage back there, so there we go. Uh, let's make a boat. Make a little bit more, travel a little bit faster on a boat. Might as well make some more progress here. Boink. Yeah, if you want to go back and try to find that episode, I think I try my hardest to explain the floating point a bit better in that episode at the floating point boundary. Dravir continues with the little questions. Do you have a P.O. box? I do not. I'm in no hurry to. I never have had a public P.O. box. Perhaps, perhaps, uh, it is on my to-do list to investigate such things as these. But, uh, oh, look what I can... I can scratch off my to-do list. The... The setup Farlands or Bust and record the next episode and change the website. Crossed off! Although I still have a little bit of work to do on the website. Uh, yeah. D- did that live right now. I literally crossed it off my list. Um, 
PO box is on there. I'll look at it. I, I I appreciate the support in ways people currently support. You know, I don't I don't really feel like you need to send me things, <laughs> but maybe maybe for the case, maybe I'll get like a small PO box that doesn't take packages and like letters and postcards and things might be cool from your different locations wherever you may be in the world. How are you? I'm doing all right. This daylight savings screwed me up. <laughs> I tell you what, it's I'm recording this on a Sunday. I meant to record it on Saturday. Um, and normally I'm streaming Busto Radio now, but I've just been all discombobulated with the daylight savings switch. It's going to be nice that it's not going to be getting dark at like 5.30 p.m., but still. <laughs> but still, it's a nuisance. It's a nuisance. What socks are you wearing? I buy them in bulk on Amazon. <laughs> uh, I don't. Are they Hanes? I don't know if they're Hanes, but they're crew crew socks, tube socks. I used to get gray socks. I've been getting blue socks. You're supposed to. You're supposed to. The the rule is you're supposed to wear socks that match your pants, so that. It doesn't look like there's a high contrast situation going on there between your your, your pants and your socks and your shoes. Uh, and I, since I regularly, if not exclusively, wear blue jeans, I got some some blue socks. Do you like cats? I don't dislike cats, but I am not a cat person. I was recently over at someone's house who had cats, and I just find I don't know how to interact with them. They're like children to me. I don't know how to interact with them, so I generally stay away. They seem very fragile. Cats! And children, I guess, but cats mostly. Like, you go to pet them, or, or like, they sit on you or something like that. They're very... They, it feels like their bones are made of air, does it not? Compared to a dog, you can wrestle and, and, and really hard scratch and, you know, play around with a dog. But a cat feels like I'm it's it I'm gonna break it. Cavalofe, speaking of speaking of robust dogs. <laughs> so yeah, in indifferent, I say to the cats. But not it's not a dislike or anything like that. Finally, are these questions dumb? I'll let you be the judge of that. <laughs> but thank you very much, Javier, for the donation and the question. Where are we at here? Noon. Granny Gamer asks, what's your relationship to cheese? <laughs> About the same as my relationship to cats. Uh, I, I like cheese. I'm not a huge cheesy <laughs> I don't I don't get blocks of cheese or artisanal cheeses. I basically like cheese on my sandwiches, on my burgers, and on my pizza. Cheese rarely goes elsewhere. It can be sprinkled on tacos if you're you're going all nuts with the tacos or other Mexican foods maybe. I like a I like a a sharp cheddar. But something a little bit more mild for my my lunch sandwiches. Uh, macaroni and cheese isn't a frequent thing for me because of the gluten-free stuff. They make gluten-free macaroni and cheese, but it's a bit cost-prohibitive. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't like too much cheese. 
But cheese is alright. Cheese... Cheese is... Cheese is decent. It's a decent cheese. <laughs> Doc Gratis asks... Doc Gratis, I remember, actually was the one who reached our first milestone goal for charity back in 2011, the first season. Second season, I guess, technically. But Doc Gratis asks, it's been seven years since you started. Where do you think you will be in another seven years? What about spaceflight? What will it be in another seven years? These sort of questions I don't like. <laughs> not not like saying anything about Doc Gratis, but this was even in like interviews for jobs, which I don't think I'll ever do ever again. But, uh, you know, where do you see yourself in five years? I don't know what I'm going to eat for dinner tonight. <laughs> well, I, don't, I, I don't plan that far ahead. In seven years, I'll be 42. 42? That's ancient. <laughs> he says, fully knowing that many people in his audience are, are that age or older. Um, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I'm, I, I'm sure for the longest time, asking about my job, I, I, I'm very... I feel very lucky and, and I'm amazed that I'm able to continue to what I'm doing, to do what I'm doing uh, full-time for my job. It's the longest job I've held. The web design job I had before that, I was there for five years. Um, I like being self-employed. <laughs> it has obviously transformed a bit away from the, the ad revenue dependence of YouTube. Switched over to uh, Patreon a while ago, and the balance swung in that direction, and now the balance is swinging equally over to, to Twitch and subs. Um, so yeah, it's less dependent on the ad revenue than it is your own support, which is very much appreciated, of course. But it's still largely the same for me. It's largely the same for me, mostly because I've come to uh, reject the trends, I suppose, that, that may be the hottest thing at the moment. Which also means I'm, I'm not the hottest channel at the moment either. I'm not getting, getting those, uh, capitalizing on, say, those trends and views and things like that, which is fine. I'm, I'm very much a low-key person. I get, I get in a rhythm. I, I know what I like, and I, I, I think in part of that we have accumulated a, a, a crew of Farlanders fans with similar sort of similar sort of uh, tastes I think in personality woof I know ooh spooky noises so yeah I'm I'm happy with that and hoping that we can continue with that in mind um I'm not sure I'm not sure I'm really bad at at predicting and planning for the future he says with barely a cent in any sort of retirement plan. <laughs> oh, man. I think that's a lot of people in my generation <laughs> are in that same boat. In other words, in about, oh, I don't know, 30, 35 years or so, <laughs> there's going to be a real bad situation with a bunch of older folks who can't retire, who don't have the money to retire, who don't own homes or property. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great, everybody. It's gonna be fine. It's fine. 
How about spaceflight? What do you think it'll be in seven years? Well, now that the Falcon Heavy actually went <laughs> some seven years after it was originally supposed to go, I think it was more like five years or something like that. I'm not sure. Certainly there is a increase in commercial. And even more, it, it, there, there's always been commercial spaceflight. The space shuttle was commercially operated by private companies, built and assembled and whatnot. Um, and even, you know, spacecraft that send NASA probes, satellites into space, are all privately owned. You know, United Launch Alliance, Lockheed, stuff like that, Boeing. Um, but but I suppose private space flight, like Elon Musk and SpaceX sending their own payloads and saying that they're not going to wait for NASA to want to go on a mission to Mars. They're going to do it themselves, supposedly. Um, yeah, I feel like that is certainly interesting. I would like NASA to remain around and... Certainly for the, the scientific endeavors and betterment of humanity. But perhaps maybe they'll focus more on that science over-exploration. Which the two go hand in hand, but it's always good to see new space missions, probes, satellites. Uh, not satellites, telescopes, space telescopes. Uh, you know, probing the, the scientific questions. And if it's seen that crude... Space flight is part of that equation. Then I certainly hope they continue with that. But uh, but yeah, I'm not sure. It's it's certainly due for a bit of a, a renaissance, I suppose. Uh, and and I don't know if that means that there needs to be a new technology invented. We're 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 a little bit pushing the uh, the boundaries of what chemical rocket propulsion can get us. So we've got people looking at solar sails. We've got ion thrusters already in use with the Dawn spacecraft. Uh, we just have to start looking at ways to make quicker, further, and more affordable space flights a thing, I think. But yeah, I don't know where it'll be. Will there be human footprints on Mars? That's tough. That I would hope so, but that's that's a hard that sell. That's a hard sell to say that's going to happen. Similarly, everybody is wondering about AI. Is AI going to be a thing? I don't know that in my lifetime. A true what we see in the science fiction, independent, you know, basically a life form, an artificial, intelligent, human-like intelligence life form i don't even think that's possible it's so difficult we we don't even understand how our own brains work i don't understand how we think we're going to come up with an artificial intelligence and everybody's like oh you know we got the the deep learning and the the machine learning and stuff but that's still that's still miles and miles and miles away from becoming an actual what and we don't even agree <laughs> as as humans we don't even agree what quantifies an artificial intelligence uh but i don't i don't think we have to think about that in our lifetimes to be honest i mean 
you don't have to, but people are going to, and people are going to work towards that, uh, whatever, et cetera, and whatnot. But, uh, but yeah, thank you very much, Doc Gratis. That was a real noodle twister. Still thinking about that one. Maybe in the comments you guys can let me know. Maybe maybe with a donation at farlinesbus.com to direct relief. You can expand upon that question or come up with your own, and I will get to it in the next or a future episode. Woo! A future episode of Farlands of Bust. And I once again do appreciate the continued support and the enthusiasm for the new season and continuation of season seven, I suppose. A new charity and donation goal. My name is Kurt. Thank you so much for watching. I will see you next time.